Good morning, everybody. Uh, this is Ron Hunt. Uh, and I'm Art Ware. My podcast is called Growth Mindset Guru. And I am at the handle called Powerwise Thinking Podcast. And we're breaking down John Maxwell's fantastic book, The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. Yes, we are. And we are at Chapter 5, Art. Yep, Chapter 5. And I think this is number four. This is number six, I believe. This is where we are, six introduced, yeah. right, episode. Six episode in season number two for us. Yep. <laughs> Fantastic. So uh, today's, today's lesson, if everybody has their pencils and pens out, and if not, that's pencils, cool. Pens, and you you got to get the book or download it. Yep. Uh, if you're really serious about leadership and serious about um, growing, uh, it's also available on Audible Art. You know, if they're listening to our po- podcast, maybe maybe people don't read books as often as we think they do. Mm-hmm. You can go on Audible and have the book read to you in the car, at the gym, at home, whatever you want. This is an addition. It could be a game changer. The, we, we break it down and we add a couple nuggets along the way, but the, the source code for this is, is uh, John Maxwell. Absolutely. So today we're going to talk about the law of addition and um, leaders add value by serving others. And this is so true in many ways and Mm -hmm. we're going to show you why today. And I call this the win-win-win method because whenever you can improve somebody else, whenever you can improve a situation, it always comes back to you. It might not come back to you immediately and you can't expect it. But it does come back to you. It's it's a, kind of like a karma thing, Art. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're going to talk about uh, Jim Senegal today. He's uh, kind of famous. He runs uh, something called Costco. Yeah, Art. I didn't I didn't know who was the founder of Costco until I read this. Right, and uh, he had an inauspicious start, didn't he, Art? Yes, yes. Started out uh, selling selling knickknacks. It, yep, he did. And he was not a great student. Yeah. Uh, can anyone relate to that out there? I, I was not, my, I, hand, my hands are in the air if you can see it. <laughs> I was not the best student when I was younger. I, I had I had to grow up as as an adult and relearn some things I wish I knew going into college. I'm gonna say something really profound. You really give yourself time to grow. If you're not good at something right now, this means you're not gonna be good at it next year or five years from now. Give yourself time to grow. Also, always be on the lookout for that mentor. Uh, the story, exactly. The, the story about Jim Senegal was that he found the right person to, to not only raise him up, correct, but he went out of his way to make sure that he was of service to the mentor. So it was a two-way relationship. Yes, yes. And that's how he got up the line. Mm-hmm. So everybody needs somebody, right? So one of the things that 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 uh, Senegal does that's totally unbelievable in this day and age, he doesn't take a million dollar salary. Art, do you remember what he gets? Can you, ble- can you believe that? Or should we circle back to that? We'll have a quiz. Does anyone out there know what Jim Senegal takes as a salary as chairman of Costco, which is one of the, one of the right largest, behind Walmart yeah, and Target, the probably retail outlets on, it, on the planet. On the planet, yeah, and always growing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So his founder, uh, his mentor, was named Saul Price. Correct. 
and uh, his mentor had a company called FedMart. FedMart. You know, this reminds me, Ron, of uh, of uh, the Chick Fil A philosophy. Okay. You know, he, he, he sticks to his guns, like the guy at Chick Fil A stuck to his guns. No, don't open on Sundays. And, right. You know, he 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 stuck to his Christian principles. This guy, he's he's continues to stick to his principles. I mean, and that to me says something about. Uh, people in business that are successful by sticking there, and you you read it throughout this, you know, excerpt here, how he sticks to his principles and well, what it means. It's only four principles, Art. This is this is amazing. So exactly. so what so so what I want everyone to get out there is that sometimes simple works better than complex. If if you're waiting to launch that business and you know you can solve someone's problem. Solve one problem. Exactly. That can be a business all into itself. Yes. So Senegal's uh, a formula for success. And, and the, the whole idea, you boil it all down uh, from a wisdom standpoint, it means the ability to connect versus not to be able to connect. So in, in this case, keeping it simple means you keep it where you can connect and you can connect with people. And that success comes out of that. Yeah, absolutely. And I, one of the things that uh, Senegal believes is to pay people well and to give them benefits. Exactly. So, um, not, not exactly the thing that Wall Street's happy with these days. Oh, and they're still, they, they get upset with him yeah. because, because they go, you can make more money. For uh, but he he, he operates off folding tables. He tries to talk to his common you know uh, line people as opposed to you know he spends a lot of effort to be able to connect. And uh, he one of the things he does, which all good CEOs do, he spends a lot of time on the road art. Yes, you know, and he also uh, makes a statement about motive, what, how motive matters. I've not heard that in a long, long time. Yep. You know. I, I, love, I love the old school stuff. Uh, this, we, we can go back a hundred years to people like Jim Rohn and, mm-hmm. you know, and, and their laws of success. Tony Robbins, mentor for anybody who don't know. Exactly. Uh, thank you for that, Art. I appreciate that. Um, Dale Carnegie, again. Dale Carnegie was a lot of people's uh, mentor back you know, at, around the turn of the century, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. And I learned... Into the 40s, I think. Yep. I learned a lot from that l- small, simple book on how to relate to people by, by calling people by their name. The most important thing you can do in life is remember someone's name and use it. Yes. Now we... That was Dale Carnegie going and coming right there. Yeah, you know, we talk, we've talked about that all mm-hmm. the time. So, um, 845 Costco stores and counting. Do the math. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they, they, they do some business art. Yes. Pe- people love those stores. And I think there's one coming to our region. We shall see. Uh, yeah. we, we have a lot of NIMBYs up in the, in the Capital District of New York. I don't know if anyone can relate to that. So, the employees know that uh, he wanted to say hello to them because he actually likes them. Hmm. Big difference between coming and getting ready to berate somebody as opposed to coming and 
you know, coming from that, that positive place, that growth mindset place that we're trying to get everybody to exactly. focus on. Yep. So what he basically does, and his mentor broke it down in a book on, on Senegal, he goes, he balances the interests of the shareholders, the employees, the customers, and the managers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's pretty simple, Art. Yeah, yeah it's simple. But if it was so simple, why, why, why aren't there companies like Costco everywhere? So I used to work on Wall Street, so let me tell you something about Wall Street. All right. Wall Street is one of those places, um, and, and, it, and, and it boils down to this simple statement, what have you done for me lately? Sure. Goes back to what we said about motive. Goes back to what we said about, you know, being able to connect. And if you're connecting in the wrong way, then it that what have you done for me lately kind of thing it just this is uh you know and i used to be in work in dentistry sure and in dentistry we had a word that you never want to hear with the dental appliance it's called porosity mm. meaning that it had holes in it or it would it would break or flake off or not be yep fitting properly because it, it was it was poor so it would, you know, it, would sm- it would smell if you start using it because things would, would lodge inside <laughs> there so you know when it come when it comes to porousness and porosity um, you know the, these are the kind of things that you know the done for me lately have you done for me lately kind of things are the things that stink and the whole odor you know figuratively so to speak can I bring that full circle for you? So we're going to call that Wall Street thinking. If someone starts talking to you about Wall Street thinking, they may be talking you out of your core values. Correct. And once you do that, you've lost everything. Right. Then you start to flounder instead of being strategic. So I call these trigger moments. Mm-hmm. So, if, so out there, I want people to understand that if you see those people coming, to take that advice with a big grain of salt. Right. I mean, there, there's some value to it. I mean, you, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, you're going to hit your numbers. And the thing about Wall Street, though, those analysts at those different, you know, really high, high-powered high firms, if you say you're going to make a 5% gain and it's a, Lord, don't let it be 4.999 because now they got content to talk about and it's not, never going to be positive. So Senegal's core, core values again. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is a quote, I believe the bottom line in leadership isn't how far we advance ourselves, but how far we advance others. And this is where we're starting to break that down. That is monumental in terms of power and impact. Right, the law of addition. Yes. Every relationship either adds to or subtracts from a person's life. And you don't want to be in the minus category. No. Are we making things better for the people who follow us? That's it. That's the 64 thousand dollar question are we um and it's unfortunate you know we talk about this wall street thinking but there are other people in our lives who kind of tear us down a little bit or uh, plant those seeds of doubt and they most of the times they're doing it unconsciously or they're in a pattern with us because uh, they treated us this way when we were a child or we we did something bad when we were a teenager and it's like we all have the opportunity to grow and change, but some people aren't going to accept that from us. And those are the organizations or the times that we need to move forward and into a different place sometimes. Exactly. Very, very cool stuff. Uh, and that's the ultimate uh, fixed and growth mindset because fixed mindsets, it's all automatic. 
Yes. And growth mindset is like, how else can we do it? Exactly. It's, it's how do you, how, how can we get to a place where things are better for everybody? So by being a decent person and having good core values, we can be the leader that others want to follow. Mm -hmm. And once we get to that point, it runs itself. Yeah. So, Agreed. a quote from Albert Schweitzer here, seek always to do some good somewhere. Every man has to seek in his own way to realize his true worth. You must give some time to your fellow man. For remember, you don't live in a world all your own. Your brothers are here too. Exactly. Exactly. So, so here's here here's the results. The quiz for everybody, Art. Uh, he takes a salary of three hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. You think about all the, uh, the all the Walmart kids who are who are taking ten million dollars a year from that company, and not adding a whole lot to their employees. Now, now except except for you know making sixty, seventy, eighty, a hundred, two hundred times more than the average line worker. It makes it unrelatable, doesn't it? Yeah, you, you almost can't, you can't relate. You can't identify. Back in the day, Henry Ford would only take 20 times the salary of his workers because he wanted them to understand that they all had a shared principle of the yeah. company. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So here's, 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 the, here's the benefit for the leaders because we talked about the, 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 uh, the employees are happier, mm -hmm. the managers are happier, mm -hmm. the customers are happier, mm -hmm. but the leader gets something too, Art. Um, let's see where we are. Here, right? Yep. Okay. So they get the fulfillment in leading others. Mm -hmm. They get uh, to do leadership with the right motives. The ability to perform significant acts as leaders. Yeah. Um, they get to develop a leadership team that will actually have responsibility. Mm -hmm. And they, the, the whole, they can teach this attitude of service on a team to everybody on the team. So these are, these are all very, very cool things. So whether, whether you're seeing a, uh, uh, seeing a great speaker at a religious facility or space, or at work, how do they call you to your higher angels? That, that, that's the question I have for everybody out there, Art. Can, you, can, 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 can we study those people and then practice what they do a little bit and become 1% better. I mean, improvement uh, in that regard is what we're you know, looking for. Growth. We're looking to grow. I and mean, we talked earlier about allow yourselves the opportunity to grow. So we add value to others when we truly value them. That's one of these core, core rules that Maxwell's going to break, breaks down for us in this chapter. Mm -hmm. The second one is we add value to others when we make ourselves more valuable to others. Correct. And if it doesn't have to be a skill for the business. I think about this all the time. I always try to help people with their challenges. Yeah. Or sometimes people don't, can't accept it because they don't understand that this core thing is affecting their end result. And we have to redirect them. We, we've talked about redirecting superiors mm -hmm. and employees mm -hmm. all the time, Art. Yes. It's our mo one of our most important skills mm -hmm. is to remind those above us and below us that we all have a common goal here. Right, right, right. 
So we add value to others when we know and relate to what others value. And how do we get to know that art? Well, we, we get to know it by, you know, being attuned and not being aloof, like we were saying with the salary, 20 times versus, you know, a thousand times. Sure. You know, that, so, so being relatable. We ask questions and we listen. And if we can repeat back to someone what they've already told us, they buy in. And we actually get to understand people on a, that, that little bit deeper level that, that really makes it relatable. And as you said, you know, call people by their names. And it's, just, it's like you said, it's not, it's not brain surgery. It's not something that you have to put a whole lot of thinking into. Well, I remember when you got your, your big job, which we're not going to talk about too much today, you went on a listening tour. I did. How did that go? I learned a lot. Uh, sure. And I was available. So exactly. myself available. Yeah. Absolutely. So they not only got to know that someone new had been hired, but that they, actually, that they came out to listen. And I'm still listening, honestly. Uh, you have to. You can't, you can't ever not listen. Uh, feedback is the... There's informal and formal feedback in every organization, uh, whether you've got a fixed mindset or a growth mindset, and you have to be aware of it, but you have to stick to your core values at some point. So um, the last law uh, that John Maxwell breaks down, and this is a little bit controversial, mm -hmm. but I, 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 we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna be, we're, we're going to let you choose whether you want to use this one or not, and either way is fine is that he states that we add value to others when we do things that God values. But I think God is a, is a strong word here. Uh, so let's, let's, look, let's look at a parable instead. Okay. So, and this is from the Bible. But I, I think anyone, whether you believe or not, can relate to this. Yeah. I, I, I was hungry and you fed me. Mm -hmm. I was thirsty and you gave me a drink. Uh-huh. I was homeless and you gave me a room. Mm -hmm. I was shivering and you gave me clothes. I was sick and you stopped to visit. I was in prison and you came to me. Mm -hmm. So whenever we do one of these things to someone overlooked or ignored, that means the world. I, I give out hand warmers this time of year. Last, last year I gave out gloves and hats because at the side of um, my wife and I gave out some food to somebody at an intersection the other day. We don't tend to give money. We, we give th things of use for people. Um, we feel that it's, it's just one, it's the, it's the way we do it. Yeah. But you have to give back in some way. Oh, yeah. uh, do you, you know, do you help, do you help strangers who come in? Do you, Work to barter with people who don't have money for your services. There's always something that you can that do. You can do exactly to to show that you are relatable and that you're tuned in. So um, you talked about Chick Fil A before. Uh, mm -hmm. You want to break down a little bit of that for us? Well, I mean, uh, I think what I said more or less was the principle of standing, you know, and sticking to your guns. Yep. Uh, and being principal and not being to every um, 
thing that come by, you have to try to figure out how to adjust. Stay, stick to your guns, stay to your guns, and so so one one of one of Chick Fil A's core principles is to teach etiquette to its employees, most of whom come into the organization when they're impressionable, they're teenagers, right? That, that, mm-hmm. So um, the words etiquette and fast food. I, I don't know if I've ever. They don't go together. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if any of us could 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 relate to that. Yeah. No. So, um, when if you go to a convention or something for Chick Fil A, the chairman will get down and wash your, will clean your shoes. He'll shine your shoes, right? And we 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 we've talked about shining shoes many times. Yes. And you can relate. Yes. Because it's an act of service. It's the top service. guy is, 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 is able to give an act of service to so, someone under him. Mm-hmm. And if you do that, your managers are going to treat your employees that way. We talked earlier that there are certain professions that they, they have better economic opportunities, Art. So you have to find some creative way to honor people if you're in one of those situations. Exactly. Uh, ben Franklin said, the handshake of the host affects the taste of the roast. Handshake of the host affects the taste of the roast. Okay, I like that one. So, um, we're, go- we're, gonna do- we're gonna do our regular thing. We're gonna-, we're gonna take the quiz art, and we're gonna see how you're doing right now. And then we're gonna come back at the end of this book, and we're gonna review our numbers. Okay. So, leaders add value by serving others. Rather than being annoyed when team members have issues, Preventing them from doing their jobs effectively, I see the issues as an opportunity to serve and help those people. From zero to three. Um, that's top of the line for me. So that's a three for you. Mm-hmm. Um, the people I lead confide in me to regard sense. Re, people I lead re, confide to me sensitive issues. Probably two. Probably a two. That's yeah. something we can look at. It used to be it was probably three or four if you wanted to. In other organizations, try. but uh, you're you're in a you're you're in an organization still, in requiring a, maybe a little bit of improvement. They're learning me, and they don't, I don't know them. They don't know me fully. Sure. So it, you know, yeah, it's a work, some room for, for growth. A little a little work improvement. Yeah. When I tell someone in the organization that I will do something, he can count on me to follow through. Amen. That's a three. There you go. I avoid undermining others or talking behind their backs. Yes. Fantastic. Yeah, I've had situations where somebody would bring something up on someone and I would go silent. Because I didn't feel like it was fair for me to say anything. Because they weren't there to defend themselves. I totally, I totally agree. So, we're going, we're going to give the quick review and we're going to be out of here so that we keep to our, 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 our promise of 25 minutes. Yes, we're getting close, but we still got a little room. Okay, so um, do you have a servant's attitude when it comes to leadership? Don't be too quick to say yes. Mm. You might have to implement some change. Mm-hmm. Here's, here's how you can tell. Are, in situations where you're required to serve others' needs, how do you respond? Do you become impatient, impatient, resentful? Do you believe that certain tasks are beneath your dignity or position? No. If you, you answer, know, if, you answer, believe you, if you answer yes, you got a little work to do. You got some real, All right. some real work and credibility to so, learn too. So here's here's the test. How do the people feel 
about how people close to you value? What is it about them? Have you asked the questions? Is it church, home, holidays, kids, hobbies? After you make the list, try to talk to people about this, about their most important thing every so often and rate yourself on a scale of 1 to 10 on how well you, you've done this. So, um, and then walking the walk. Uh, make adding value part of your lifestyle. Do the same with all the people you lead. If there are only a few, add value individually. If you lead large numbers of people, you may have to think of ways to serve groups. Just like Chick-fil-A. He got up at the convention and he had someone come up on stage and he shined their shoes in front of a thousand people. Mm -hmm. So that, is a, that was a very creative thing to do. But you could be in a meeting with him and he could get up and shine your shoes if you're one-on-one. -on -one. This, is, this is his way. Fantastic. So thanks. Thank you, everybody. Thank you.